I love to write poems and prose and it's a medium I use to express my pain and my healing and every other strong emotion that lurks in my heart essentially. I use it to understand how I'm feeling and what the impact something's had in my life and so I write poems pretty much every other day whenever inspiration comes to me and I really love reading poems of other people as well and feel inspired by them so um, once a week I want to read poems that have touched me and just create a space where we can appreciate the emotion and the honesty and the pain behind these words. Okay, so I'm just going to set the scene for you guys. So, I am sitting in bed under a thick fluffy blanket. I have one lamp on to the right of me and I have a pile of poem books to my left. And on my nightstand, I have a cup of coffee. And together, we are going to listen to and reflect on the words that I'm reading out loud. Swan. Poems by Mary Oliver. How I go to the woods. Ordinarily, I go to the woods alone with not a single friend, where they are all smilers and talkers and therefore unsuitable. I don't really want to be witnessed talking to the catbirds or hugging the old black oak tree. I have my way of praying, as you no doubt have yours. Besides, when I am alone, I can become invisible. I can sit on the top of a dune as motionless as an uprise of weeds until the foxes run by unconcerned. I can hear the almost unhearable sound of the roses singing. If you have ever gone to the woods with me, I must love you very much. Swan, did you too see it drifting all night on the Black River? Did you see it in the morning? rising into the silvery air, an armful of white blossoms, a perfect commotion of silk and linen as it leaned into the bondage of its wings, a snowbank, a bank of lilies biting the air with its black feet? Did you hear it fluting and whistling, a shrill dark music, like the rain pelting the trees, like a waterfall, knifing down the black ledges? And did you see it, finally just under the clouds, a white cross streaming across the sky, its feet like black leaves, its wings like the stretching light of the river? And did you feel it in your heart, how it pertained to everything? And have you too finally figured out what beauty is for? And have you changed your life? The Book of Men, Poems by Dorian Lowe. Second Chances. What are the chances a raindrop from last night's storm, caught in the upturned cup of an autumn leaf, will fall from this tree as I pass under and land on the tip of my lit cigarette, snuffing it out? What are the chances my niece will hit bottom before Christmas, a drop we all long for, and quit heroin? What are the chances of being hit by a bus, a truck, a hellhound train, 
or inheriting the gene for cancer. Addiction? What good are the statistics on a morning like this? What good is my news to anyone but herself? What are the chances any of you are reading this poem? Dear men who I have not yet met, when you meet her on the street wearing the wounds that won't heal and she offers you the only thing she has left, what are the chances you will take pity on her fallen body? Antilimitation. Regret nothing, not the cruel novels you read to the end just to find out who killed the cook, not the insipid movies that made you cry in the dark, in spite of your intelligence, your sophistication, not the lover you left quivering in a hotel parking lot, the one you beat to the punchline, the door, or the one who left you in your red dress and shoes, the ones that crimped your toes, don't regret those, not the nights you called God names and cursed your mother sunk like a dog in the living room couch, chewing your nails and crushed by loneliness. You were meant to inhale those smoky nights over a bottle of flat beer to sweep stuck onion rings across the dirty restaurant floor, to wear the frayed coat with its loose buttons, its pockets full of struck matches. You walked those streets a thousand times, and still you end up here. Regret none of it, not one of those wasted days you wanted to, do, wanted to know nothing. When the lights from the carnival rides were the only stars you believed in, loving them for their uselessness, not wanting to be saved. You've traveled this far on the back of every mistake, ridden in dark, eyed, and morose, but calm as a house after the TV set has been pitched out the window. Harmless as a broken axe, emptied of expectation, relax. Don't bother remembering any of it. Let's stop here, under the lit sign on the corner, and watch all the people walk by. Fog. The first of us must have looked up at the night agog. So many stars, so much light falling down. Bugs back then, big as fists. So many rivers and ponds clogged. With fish, we skewered them on sticks made of fire, bred dogs from wolves to keep us warm, safe. Pines wrapped up in fog or morning mist. The sheep braying beside us groggy, their bellies filled with wet grass. The feral pigs become hogs in a pen, cloven hooves slathered in the mud. We built jagged fences to keep what we didn't want out. What we did in logs were dragged through a field by horses, a house rose, mugs placed on a shelf, a table set with plates. Then the nagging began. Who left the feed bag in the rain? Who forgot to plug the hole with a rag? The children grew, little quagmires we sank into. We fed them, scrubbed them, raised them, rang a bell for supper, school, for the one who died, the soggy earth taking her back, the other ones running away, tagging each other in the dusk, calling out numbers. But still, the vague unrest in the dark, looking up at the moon, the old dog wagging his tick-laden tail, barking for no reason, they could tell, zagging off like an uncle, drunk on bust-head whiskey back into the trees. The poetry of Robert Frost. The sound of trees. I wonder about the trees. 
Why do we wish to bear forever the noise of these more than another noise? So close to our dwelling place, we suffer them by the day, till we lose all measure of pace and fixity in our joys, and acquire a listening air. They are that that talks of going, but never gets away, and that talks no less for knowing, as it grows wiser and older, that now it means to stay. My feet tug at the floor, and my head sways to my shoulder. Sometimes when I watch trees sway from the window or the door, I shall set forth for somewhere. I, sh I shall make the reckless choice. Some day when they are in voice and tossing so as to scare the white clouds over them on, I shall have less to say, but I shall be gone. She Walks in Beauty A Woman's Journey Through Poems by Carolyn Kennedy From Summer with Monica by Roger McGough Away from you I feel a great emptiness A gnawing loneliness With you I get that reassuring feeling Of wanting to escape Protocols by Vikram Seth what can I say to you? How can I now retract? All that that fool my voice has spoken. Now that the facts are plain, the placid surface cracked, the protocols of friendship broken, I cannot walk by day as I now walk at dawn past the still house where you lie sleeping. May the sun burn away these footprints on the lawn and hold you in its warmth and keeping. Code Poem for the French Resistance by Leo Marx The life that I have is all that I have, and the life that I have is yours. The love that I have of the life that I have is yours and yours and yours. A sleep I shall have, a rest I shall have, yet death will be but a pause. For the peace of my years in the long green grass will be yours and yours and yours. The Smaller Orchid by Amy Clampett Love is a climate small things find safe to grow in. Not, though I once supposed so, the demanding Catalea Ducote de Chez Swan. Glamour among those Faubourgs, hothouse overpowerings, blisses and cruelties at tea time. But this next to unidentifiable wildling, hardly more than a sprout, I've found flourishing in the hollows of a granite seashore. A colorful tousel, little white, down-to-earth orchid, declaring its authenticity. If you hug the ground close enough in a powerful, outdoorsy domestic whiff of vanilla. Good morning, good night. Little pep talks for me and you. Good morning. Inertia's a hell of a drug. If you've been going nonstop, be an object at rest. If you've been at rest too long, get in motion. Don't rely on an external voice, force. Kick inertia into the grundle. Let's go. Good night. Inertia's a hell of a drug. If you've been going nonstop, be an object at rest. If you've been at rest too long, get in motion. You decide your momentum.
my love. The girl I knew kept her demons close and spoke to them every night. The girl I know now holds her dreams closer and makes them come alive. Amrit Kaur Poetry by N Sometimes sadness comes in waves, ebbing and flowing. Other times it is a force that bowls you over, renders you mute, and stops you in your tracks. Poetry by S.I. Gray I can still feel everything that I have ever felt for you, but it breathes easier in me, as if it has all gone into slumber, a quiet slumber to rest, until you return and wake them. How foolish are we, for you have given us not one, but two worldly lighthouses, the sun and the moon, and still we drown each other in our seas of personal darkness. Jay Singh The beauty of life lies within growth. The world from the world around us grows each and every day, no matter what. From the grass to the flowers, from the trees to the forest, from the cocoons to the butterflies. The transformations are endless. Nature will always grow. And we too are a part of that nature. Except the miracle of human life means that our growth is in our own hands. No one will do that part for us. That will always be an individual choice. So if growth is a natural part of existence, perhaps the reason for existence itself, an important question, should be asked daily to ourselves. Are we growing? Jay Singh. So many beautiful people and so much pain. I pray for you. Simon B. Thomas Our names weren't made for you to hold as curse words upon your tongues, for each vowel foretells the tales of a distinct land. Don't tell us our names aren't complete and difficult to take in, for our names are the roots from our stolen lands. Don't steal our names from us, too. Poetry by Supreme a state of melancholy. It's not you, it's me. Demons devouring the emptiness inside of me, with their bare hands leaving my insides to nothing but carcasses. And the only sign of it is that I don't want to talk anymore. It's like my back is crooked without an injury, yet the only thing that's fractured is my mind. A blurry vision and seemingly endless clouds, with no clear lens to see reality. For all I see is what I feel, and what I feel is melancholy. Irritability for no apparent reason. You're rude and lazy. But how can I explain to you that it's the weight of the world breaking me? Bit by bit, I'm dying slowly. It's torture designed by me. I am the one who hurt myself, who created this haunting, ghostly world, and can't seem to get out of it. How do I tell you that those seconds turned into days and weeks? I didn't mean to ghost you. It's just my own ghost penetrates me and won't leave me alone, no matter what prayers I utter upon my lips. Slowed speech and movement, like I suddenly paused the video of life. It's not weakness, but I can't help it. They say that I'm tired, that's not a lie. 
I am tired of this bottomless pit, of falling and never rising. I tried and tried finding that hand to grasp, but even the hand seems like a hallucination, and even the four-letter word, help, seems like a curse on my tongue, unfamiliar. And ecstasy seems like a dream that may not even come while sleeping. Every destination feels like a death trap. Just don't think about it. But I don't think about it at all. Instead, I find myself clawing myself while whilst numb on my closet floor. For even home doesn't feel safe. A part of me in the darkness lights a candle that the wind blows out. And it's like that it's like that there was a few second timer to the race for happiness and I lost. Instead, I got the participation medal for self-deprecating jokes. When the 90s turn into the late 80s, you may not think it's much, but for an individual winning gold medals all their life, it's a disappointment. I say you're my best friend, but I can't seem to tell anyone, for it's like the world will betray me and make movies about the girl who let her demons eat her alive. Hushed Secrets which causes even the inked paper to become demonetized. It's a surprise I wake up alive, as I truly thought I would die in my sleep. This ebony shade has a friend named Perturbation, who who shows up whenever we make plans, and I attempt to encapsulate my existence into the empty pages of shelves of lost books that no one reads, hiding in corners of closets and bathrooms, trembling over one behavior not so big yet suffocating and food turns to spew for my stomach is too full of vacancy i beg myself every day to get out of bed to eat to drink to at least try and become somewhat euphoric and what i give off instead is fake masks it's as if the game of life has no winner and no purpose no instructions but to participate somehow if you make it out alive that is just try and be serious about something and stop laughing at everything. How do you not stress over anything? You're so carefree. I wish I was like you. How can I be serious when my own life seems to be, seems like a joke at a stand-up comedy show? And carefree is good, but not all the time. Perhaps it's just that I can't find any reason to try as I'll fail anyways. The list can go on for days with no check marks on my to-do list. And I'm writing my short story with my agonized blood, hoping to comprehend the ripped pieces of pages in a book about myself, sometimes perhaps wondering if it'll help my lone friend somewhere understand their own. Supreme. I watch honey, I watch as honey drips from your lips, going tense as my stomach churns to the voices of the ones that live within the air. In my ear, I told you that love would find you again. Poetry by Ebb. Make a poet feel pain, they will serve it to you on a page and make it look appetizing. Poems by Air. In some dark place lost in the dark, sorry, in some place lost in the dark, I hold you. Our hearts quiet, clocks paused. Tears frozen, breath held, and lungs full of lament. Poetry by Christina, also known as 
moon muse on Instagram. Moonlight hidden in dark thoughts, caged in a phase that's gone on longer than a phase. Moonlight brighter in dark thoughts. Clear as my tears appear near my fears. Moonlight shining in dark thoughts. A spotlight on a stage. Promising better days. Moonlight in my dark thoughts. Showing me love when all I saw was love lost. The soulful poet. I try to spread my love as much as I can. I do this because I don't have much else to give. But sometimes it hurts too much to keep giving without ever receiving it back. But then I am reminded, love doesn't need to be returned through people. I am loved when I wake up to the sunlight beaming on me. I am loved when I get to eat when I'm hungry, when I get to drink when I am thirsty, when I get to live this life where I only have to worry about my purpose and not my survival. And this love has nothing to do with what anyone can give to me. It's already been given to me in ways that never crossed my mind. It's been given to me through this beautiful life. RK, also known as RK Words. You know everything about yourself. The softness of your heart, the honesty of your intentions, the purity of your soul. Why then do you still hesitate and become doubtful at the thought of being worthy of love? RK words. The saddest realization I have come to life, the saddest realization I have come to in life is that we only resonate fully with someone else's struggle if it is a struggle we have known ourselves. Otherwise, we sympathize, but just as easily we forget. We move on. And this poem was by Heartstrings of a Millennium. Millennial. Alone in the house, the sound of indie music in the air. Drops of rain against the window. They call it loneliness. I say drum in it. This poem was also by Heartstrings of a Millennial, and it was one of my favorites. Hi, let me tell you something you probably don't know about me. I am emotional, a wreck, and sad as you can probably see. But not the traditional type. No, I don't cry myself to sleep. I lie in bed wondering what things could be. I dream about the past and regret being the old me. I think about the future and get scared of what things might come to be. In a room full of people who call me friend, I feel alone. But I'm but I ain't the type to go home and sip patrol. I can't even remember the last time I truly felt at home. And that's when it hits me. It's just in my head. It's all in my head. None of it is true. And it's something I gotta forget. It's something I gotta change. It's something I can't contain. Being told all this, but not once have they felt the same. It's something I've ignored. And honestly, I'm ashamed. I just wonder how the world would be if I disappeared. Would it be strange? This poem was by German Singh. Heavy chest. Sorry, I just really love this poem. I just really want everyone to read this. Yeah, so. It's called Depression by Harmon Kaur. Heavy chest, trembling fingers. Why do you hold me back so often? I feel completely lost within you. 
My tired eyes forget to rest because your screams make it seem like I'm not fine. You have become a pandemic in my body, spreading black death. I no longer want this life. I no longer want it. Someone come on and take it because I can't take it. Come before it's too late. Cure me. Every breath feels like the flu. What can I do? And if you stay with me too long, you might get it too. The life I've created is nothing but gloom. My thoughts create doom. Leave me in a room. Don't get contaminated. I'll be dead soon. So these were all the poems that I was reading recently. And um, I will attach all of their handles in case you wanted to go and see more of their work. Yeah, um, I don't know a lot of these people personally, but the ones that I do know personally, I just wanted to say thank you for sharing your work. Even if you feel like it may not be the best, I think that what matters the most is that you're sharing it because sharing poems is a lot deeper than some people might realize, you know? Sharing something so personal can be scary and it can leave you feeling vulnerable and there's so many people reading it and you start worrying about what other people are going to think but I really don't think that that should scare you. In a world full of people who act like they don't care about anything it's amazing to read poetry and words by other people and feel like we're all connecting on a human instinctual level and reading their emotions and reading between the lines to realize how similar we all actually are. But yeah, so those were some of my favorite poems by other people. Again, I will be linking everything. Um, I also write poems, so I'm just going to read out some of my favorite ones right now that I've written. Um, Just a disclaimer, I don't think I'm the best poet, but I do admire the progress I've made and I feel like I'm starting to develop my style more and more so I am proud of all the progress I'm making as I lay in the grass I feel a warmth wash over me from the tip of my toes to the top of my head my smile a mere whisper of the saturine bliss filling my chest with every breath I take I float closer and closer to the surface Slowly I ascend from the melancholy that has long shackled my ankles and wrists. Each laugh drowns out the obscenities of the demons inside my head, slowly finding tranquility. As soon as there is a ghost of a smile upon my lips, they come for me. They drag me, kicking and screaming. You don't deserve to smile. You don't deserve to be happy, they say. The shackles tighten around my ankles. I want to heal, I say, making them throw rocks at me. You deserve to remain broken, they say. They pelt me and watch me bleed. They shove me into a cage despite my incessant protests. You shall remain a fragmented soul, they say, locking the cage shut. I will get better. I will get better. I will get better. I repeat to myself like a mantra, but the the loud chanting of the voices drowns me out. You did this, you did this, you did this. This is all your fault. This is all your fault. This is all your fault. I am a prisoner of my mind, 
shackled by my woes. Brick by brick, you tore my you tore down my walls, only for me to build them back up again. Page by page, you flipped me open, only for me to shut the book closed again. Windows down, with my hair blowing in the wind, singing stupid songs. Your laughter filling the car. This is where I feel the most safe from my happiness, from my sadness. A simple white thread, subject to wear and tear. As time goes on, it begins to thin and unravel. The ends slowly, slowly coming undone, the way my mind does, overthinking. The thread untwines, barely resembling the plain strong thread it once was. My composure. Soon, the ends of the thread are unwinded in such a way that makes it as if they had never met. My mind and its sense of reality my sanity silences are meant to be awkward they say but silences between us felt as natural as a drifting breeze i have a lantern in my hand using its flame to guide me along the treacherous and unfamiliar path i see nothing but their eyes and hear nothing but their voices they scream and hurl threats at me i feel their hands pulling at my clothes but I keep moving out of their grasp as I walk further and further along. I feel insanity fill my heart and fear threatening to leave me falling and giving in to defeat. But I force myself to keep going. The last time I fell to my knees and gave in to their taunts, they left my soul empty and desolate. I clutch my lantern and continue to brave the dark unknown path. I promised to never look into their beady eyes again, nor listen to their insults again. The tumultuous journey of self-healing. This has been the first of many poetry podcasts. All I want to leave you guys with is, writing is a great medium that you can use to illustrate all of your pain and all of those negative nagging emotions you've held on for so long and it's really cool to be able to look back at the poetry and compare what your mental state was so if you are currently writing poems i would say you know keep writing them and don't be afraid to share them with the world i promise you sometimes there's someone who really needs to hear those words and know that they're not alone I think that in a generation of people who pretend to not care, poetry is a thriving art that reminds us that we all are human and we all feel things. And we're very similar in the ways that we break down and 